The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Symbiotica. Where do we begin? My love affair for Symbiotica runs so deep after having Shervine, the founder, on the podcast. I cannot say enough good things about this brand. I took their vitamins my entire pregnancy. I'm taking them now. I even had a call with Shervine the other day about my postpartum plan. And I will go over that in a podcast with him because it's so gnarly and he gave me so many tips. But if I had to start with one, with one product, it's hard. I'm going to probably say the magnesium spray. I talked about it on the episode with him. It is this magnesium spray that you spray on your body. I do 20 sprays, okay? And it absorbs right into your bloodstream within minutes. Your skin doesn't get greasy at all. I do it before bed because it has lavender in it. It smells absolutely delicious and it helps with your muscle and nerve function, blood glucose control, blood pressure regulation, and healthy brain development. We also all know magnesium's fabulous for sleep. I am loving this spray. I'm obsessed. Their other vitamins are insane too, but I don't even want to overwhelm you guys. I feel like I need to go over each one separately in a podcast. Michael is a huge fan of their B12. He takes it every single morning. He gives a squirt to Zaza too in her mouth. You've seen that on my Instagram story. All of their vitamins are just so incredible because they're really sophisticated. They're organic formulations and they're all scientifically proven to increase longevity. If you have not listened to the founder of Symbiotica's episodes on this podcast, go back and listen. He was so popular that we had to do a part two. I highly recommend those episodes. I listened actually back to each one twice. And soon to be part three. Soon to be part three. We're going to do a postpartum episode. Use code SKINNY at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. This is an addition to the custom bundle discounts so people can get 45% off. Create your custom bundle at symbiotica.com and get 30% off. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Code SKINNY. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. Growing up, I was bullied a lot, so I was a fucking mess. I was, like, depressed and very sad, and I had a bunch of other childhood trauma issues with my biological father that I was dealing with, so I was going through a lot. It wasn't until I was, like, 13 going into high school, and I was like, okay, bitch, do you want to feel like this forever, or do you want to be that bitch? And I chose to be that bitch. I made a conscious decision to stop letting other people tell me how I was going to feel about myself. Michael, did you know that I've been catfished before? Did you know that I've been catfished before? No, I've been catfished. I think I was the victim of the catfishing. I don't think so. I feel like in this episode, you guys can decide because we talk about it. I was catfished. I think I was catfished at the same time. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, By the way, we have the CEO, the star of MTV's Catfish. She also has a podcast with Dear Media. Relationship. The catfishing expert herself. Cammie Crawford is on the show. She is so major, you guys. She is an American television host, a beauty pageant winner. She, like I said, is on MTV's Catfish. She's also a Sports Illustrated swimsuit rookie. And she has a merch line with Dear Media. And I have to shout this out. She sent me one of her sweaters. It is so cute. Check it out on DearMedia.com. The one she sent me, it's brown. It's got a big hood. And it says emotional support hoodie. It's really cute. Go check it out. 
I hope they're not sold out. Also, check out her podcast, Relationship on Dear Media. It's a great show. And we had a ton of fun on this one. This episode was a blast to record. Taylor even chimed in. It's all over the place, but it's so much fun. I think you're going to love it. With that, meet Cammie Crawford, TV star and podcaster. Welcome to The Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is The Skinny Confidential, him and her. I need to know right off the bat yeah. what I'm getting myself into or what I'm not getting myself, what I'm getting myself out of. What's acceptable? Because you can you can have, it can be too big. Yeah. Let's be realistic. Like it can be too big. Can it be too big? Yes. Really? If it's too long. Okay. That's like cervix area. That's like no, Hold no on. zone. It feels like you've had 31 flavors. If you're like. The- I haven't, but I just know, I know what's what works. Okay, so it can't be too long. No. You don't want to like a fucking pogo stick. I, no. like, I like a beautiful penis. There's, oh, yeah. There's like penises that are like dick cheesy, and then oh. there's like a penis that's like just a pretty penis. Oh, like, I can't cheese. explain. Like, Taylor, let's show yours against Michael's right now. <laughs> so, so, please, if, if he, <laughs> let's do a comparison. If Taylor shows his dick in the studio, I'm out. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm One out. time I had a horrible experience where, not to be mean, but I had a micro. Like, a, act, not like, oh. like a be, I'm being funny. Like, I had an actual micro. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. Because what am I supposed to do with that? Because you're going to think I'm fucking, you're going to think I am the baddest porn star bitch on the face of the earth, but it's really because your penis is this small and it only takes this much to put in my mouth. And also, (laughs) my thing is like, is the the one night stand worth it with a micro? No, no. That's why you should have to put it all out in the open from the beginning. There's yeah, we, of, we have to show you guys our tit size. There's yeah. a lot of devastated guys listening right now. There's a lot of people that are just like, fuck. But I'm saying it doesn't have to be too big, but it's got to be just right. It can't be too small. Like there's like a... There's a middle ground. There's a middle the ground. The Goldilocks of cock. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not too big. It's not too small. It's just <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so good, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, that was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, before we get into the interview, I have to ask you one more thing while we're on the topic. Really right. right, I mean, do, do you mind if it's if it's a one minute man? Honestly, I yeah. think that the whole idea of having sex for like three hours is just an exhausting thought. Three I think hours. A cool, I think a cool like. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I got to post on Instagram. I'm like, let's go. That's ideal. Yeah. Because the rest, like anything, I don't know. Because like if it's, if it's, if it's one minute, I'm going to take that as a Scorpio. I'm going to take that like as a, the God complex in me is going to take that as like, I'm the fucking best. <laughs> but that's like the first time. Now, if the second round is a minute, uh-oh, I've since increased since a minute. I'm well what past are you, What are you actually Definitely, at? I've never, not at the three hour Time no, we know like you're that. not at the three hour. <laughs> Listen, hold Definitely. on, hold on. Who who the fuck is at the three hour time? I got, I got a, kids. I got a business to run. You know what I mean? I've had some experiences that have lasted a long time, but it's usually like you know you take breaks, you get a glass of wine, you like talk, and then go back, and then. I mean, that sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. But well, that's different. If you don't have kids, right? I don't have kids. I'm talking about nonstop three hours. I'm not like no, I, no, no. What are we what are we people talking about there? No. The other day we had to like squeeze it in because the baby was taking a nap and then like I'm 6,000 months pregnant, which is already like enough of that. And it's like porking like a, like a pork tenderloin. Oh my God. And then, and then afterwards you were not fully satisfied. So I, I, I 
did it again. Came back for God. Round two. Yeah. Well, you know, um, you keep saying that about yourself. I lo- I'm still very attracted to my wife when she's pregnant. I think it's a beautiful thing. Right? I mean, Do you really or are you saying that you to know, get like all I, like come on? No, no. But I read. Michael, the, be real. No, hold on. I read this book uh, called Evolutionary Psychology. It's a really dense, boring book. Oh, here we go. And they <laughs> talked about how. I mean, maybe there's some fringe men, but most men, if they see another woman that's pregnant without their child, they're, they're actually not attracted, not because they don't find pregnant women pretty, but because they know they can't procreate. Are you trying so, to right. tell me no one thinks I'm but hot if, right but, now? But hold on. But <laughs> He's the, saying nobody but him. Okay. But if they find... <laughs> goody, goody gumdrops. But they found if it's, a, if, it's, if it's your child, you're actually more attracted because it's like you've procreated right. with that. Does that make, that make sense, I though? I think that's an ego thing when it comes to men. Okay. I think it's like, I, that is my seat in there. That is mine. I wonder what happened the men got my off that disgusting when women got pregnant too. So they had to share the burden of that. So when the girl got pregnant, the man got large and fat too. Or I shouldn't tell you. Know, you're out. You're out of the I just mean uh, bigger. <laughs> I have heard that. I've heard that you both are pregnant when one when the woman is pregnant. I have oh. been feeling some, I'm feeling a little tired to be honest. I can't. Oh, I I love I'm sure she loves hearing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taylor, just so you know, for the record, is a one minute man. So <sighs> it, I'm an ex all the time. Man. No, X. I, I I edged my way out of out of obscurity. How, what's the longest you've gone since you've edged your way out? Now, oh, I can I can go about the normal time. What what's, is that? What's the normal time? What as is long that? as it's required to have climax. There's for no both way. Partners. There's no way that you can go for a half an hour. I don't believe that for one second. I don't know about no. You, I'd have to take little pauses and breaks. It's all about the so, motion. It's now. It's like when you when you start to feel it. I have to like. I'm sending you home from work I have today. To take a little pause. Like so, there's no more thrusting. <sighs> and then you just then you resume after you kind of. It goes away. Cammy, I'm so sorry. This is our first interaction. <laughs> I'm just imagining you preparing to not be a one minute man anymore and like just you doing like the jerk off Olympics trying to just like. It literally, exa- that's exactly what it is. <laughs> to get the your stamina it's, it's stamina you, training. But you know what? For men, I feel, I feel sorry for y'all because especially if you're fucking a bad bitch, it has to be like the brain power that it takes to not bust a nut. It's like, just don't, just don't bust a nut. Like, I feel like that's all they think about. Well, you Is have, it hard? It's, it's hard if you, yeah, it's hard because like, you don't, you know, you maybe get overly excited. You're like, I've been pursuing this yeah. person for so long. You're like, so turned on. And then all of a sudden you get there like, fuck, like, this is my moment. Either it goes one of two ways. Either don't perform or that you perform too fast. And like, you want to be in the middle of that. You oh. got nervous the first time we had sex. Because yeah. you're a bad bitch. And he was like, oh. oh. I overthought it in my head, right? And then I was like, fuck, I got to recover here. And I had to like, I had to go do some deep work. You oh did some God. deep work. You did some deep work and then you did some deeper work. Yeah, We were back in action. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. right. You're right though. I'm glad you put that up with the guys well, yeah. out there. Yeah, I mean, I think also women kind of know. Like, I I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but then, like I said, God complex. I'm like, yes, I fucking got him. <laughs> you know what? I bet it's really hard to sleep with you. You're very pretty. You're very strong. The man's probably a little intimidated. Taylor would probably go in 30 <laughs> seconds. The other day, I went into Taylor's office and I looked down at his mouse, like his little mouse, not not, not his mouse like, in his pants. What? I looked down at his little what? mouse on his computer, and. The mouse was destroyed. It's like, an old mouse. It's like five, this mouse was ten years old. Michael, go look at this mouse oh. after this. It's so your fucking work mouse, man. Yeah. So it was my personal <laughs> who mouse. Who knows I brought from what home. you're doing at work with your mouse? Oh my god. Anyway, that thing's got some miles on it. Cammy, welcome to the show. <laughs> what a warm welcome. Yeah. God. I love it here. This okay. is great. I want to go way back to your childhood before catfish before your hit podcast it's killing it hey tell us about how you grew up where you grew up all the things i grew up well i was born in cleveland ohio which is like a a very strange aside from my life because i haven't been back to cleveland since i was like five but i was born in cleveland 
Raised in Potomac, Maryland, though. So like right outside of D.C. And I have five sisters. So I'm the oldest of six girls. All oh, wow. girls, no boys. Yes. That's everyone's face when they find you out. You have... It's six girls? Six girls. What, 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 what happened to your for father? Is he okay? Is dad okay? <laughs> he just locks himself in his office and yeah. closes his ears and <laughs> screams internally. <laughs> somebody, we need to send him a care package or what? He's great. Honestly... <laughs> Girl dads are very, very lucky. And because you have someone to take care of you for the rest of your life. Like boys, they get married and they move on and they don't give a fuck about you. But girls will like brush their dad's hair and like feed them when you can't fucking move anymore. It's it's the best. Yeah, I'm I'm not complaining. I love my, my daughter. See? Okay, so yeah. you grow up in Potomac, which by the way, I know the city very well because of Real Housewives. Oh, <laughs> that, I feel like that's how everyone knows it because before Real Housewives of Potomac came out, I used to have to explain where Potomac was. And now everyone's like, do you know Karen? Do you know Giselle? And I do. Like, I grew up, I grew up with these people. Like, these are my... You know the Grand Dame. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She is fucking I fabulous. I do. They've asked my mom to be on that show several times. I'm surprised they haven't asked you. They have. They yeah. asked for both of us. Okay. But my mom is like, absolutely not. She's not about the fucking drama. She's like born and raised in Jamaica and she will fuck you up. So she's not. <laughs> she, well, I'm just wondering. I'm exactly. still like calculating how your mom had six girls. Like, well, well, how was that? What does she say about pregnancy? Tell me some tips. <laughs> so we kind of have like a blended family. So my mom and my dad, when they met, they each had a daughter and then they had four together. So I have my sister Milan, who's 28. I'm going to be 30 this year. And then the four that they had together, my sister Victoria, she's 23. Carrington's 21. And then the twins are 15. So... Oh, some gaps. There's some gaps. Yeah. yeah. I think between me and the youngest ones, it's 14 years. So it's, that, it's the a gap. gaps don't negate no, yeah. no, no. how hard this is. <laughs> it's so hard. I love it's when guys hard. say that. Oh, there's some gaps. Like, yeah. get, like <laughs> there's it's a little still break. hard. No, and you have to take care of the others. Yeah. So that's chaotic. But she, honestly, my mom is like superwoman. She's obsessed with being a mom. She loves it. Like, I think if she, I used to tell her that I feel like you just, pop out babies so you can go to Gymboree and like use your coupons like that. I There's a reason why you keep doing this. And I don't think it's because of us. <laughs> but she loves it. She loves it. She like would love when we would come home on vacation. And like whenever we would have summer break, she was so excited while all the moms were like, yay, summer or like send them to summer camp. She was like the opposite. So. So when did you like decide that you wanted to go to Hollywood? Did you always know this from a young age that you were like meant for something Shiny and bright and camera. No. no. <laughs> so uh, did people approach you in Maryland? Like what happened? No. So I ended up competing in a pageant. My first pageant ever. I was Miss Maryland Teen USA. And then I went on to Miss Teen USA and won that pageant. So that was my second pageant. But I didn't even watch pageants before that. I didn't know shit about pageants. My friend was like, you should try it. You would love it. It would be so fun. You'll make new friends. And I was like, okay. So I did it. And I ended up winning. And that was that. Did but you like it? I, it's a weird world, huh? It's a weird, weird world. Like I had to become accustomed to it because I didn't know anything about it. And like I come from a pretty, you know, diverse background. Like Potomac is diverse-ish, not like how they portray it on The Housewives at all. But like I had friends of all different colors and shades. Sure. And then I'm entering this world where, you know, I was the first black Miss Teen USA in 10 years. So wow. that was a fucking trip for a lot of people. And everyone, it's I imagine it's weird. Everyone's just kind of like, staring and judging you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's you basically you pay to 
be judged. But I was really paying to win. I was like, I'm I'm going to win this. Like, I have to. Because... Probably develop thick skin doing something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. And I also, I think I was so, because I was so new, I was like oblivious to the shade mm-hmm. that people would throw at me. So girls would like say some catty shit and they would just fly over my head because it, that's not why I was there. But I did make some really amazing friends. But I, I can't say looking back on it now that I loved it because there were definitely moments when I was ready to quit. But I think it definitely shaped who I am now and how I go about like my business and you know running a business. It, it taught me a lot and I had to grow up really quickly. All right, so I know a lot of people are moving because you guys have DM'd me that you're moving. Some people are moving states, cities, whatever. And I have a hot tip for you, and that is ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed. They also take your insurance and are available when you need them. There is nothing worse than having to go through the internet and Google and reviews to find a doctor and ZocDoc does that for you. You can read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews. This is important because a lot of these reviews online are not verified and ZocDoc verifies the patient reviews. You can see what other real humans had to say about their visit. So when you walk in the doctor's office, you're all set up to see someone in your network who gets you. I also like that it's streamlined because on ZocDoc.com, you can choose a time slot and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit. We did a video visit, which was wild. Now more than ever, it's so important to find a doctor that you get along with, that you like, that understands what you need for medical care that's personalized for you. That's why we love ZocDoc so much. It puts the choice back in the power of the patient. So why I like it is I can find the doctor who's right for me, book an appointment. I can see him on video. I can see him in person. Whatever you want to do, it's super easy. You're going to go to ZocDoc.com slash skinny and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash skinny. ZocDoc.com slash skinny. ZocDoc.com slash skinny. You're very confident. Is, is that something that it's always been in you since childhood? Or is that something you've developed? Is it through pageants? How did you get your confidence? My mother's an Aries. So there's no other option. <laughs> she, um... <laughs> this motherfucker's an Aries, too. Huh. Okay. There is no other no, option. I, I honestly wasn't, though. Like, growing up, I was bullied a lot. So I was a fucking mess. I was, like, depressed and very sad. And I had a bunch of other childhood trauma issues with my biological father that I was dealing with. So I was going through a lot. And it wasn't until I was like 13 going into high school. And I was like, okay, bitch, like, do you want to feel like this forever? Or do you want to be that bitch? And I chose to be that bitch. I just made it. I made a conscious decision to stop letting other people tell me how I was going to feel about myself. And my mom would literally sit me down in the kitchen and like, we would go over comebacks in case somebody I love said mom. some shit to me. <laughs> She's That's, the best. I, She's I would, the best. I, if you could go back and like pull those comebacks and get her to come on your podcast, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So why were you bullied? I can't like, you're so beautiful. You're confident. Like, you th- were people jealous of you? I don't, I don't know. I had like, I had three main bullies in 
um, elementary school that like made my life hell. I actually made a TikTok that went viral about them because I found out that they were still talking shit about me 20 years later on Facebook. Oh, oh geez, they're the Facebook Yeah, They're the yes. typical high school Facebook yes. trolls? Yes. Oh, my oh God. are they yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that watch you with no picture and it's like raw-za-za-za, pa-za-za, one, two, three, four, five, six? Yes, razzle-dazzle, five, 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 four, 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 user nine, 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 nine. Yeah, basically. I mean, they were like posting articles of me on Catfish being like, oh, she thinks she's the shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, she's the shit. Yeah. I mean, she's, yeah. 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 <laughs> You're in a Facebook group talking shit about someone from high school 20 yeah. years later. It's kind of sad Let, for you. Look in the mirror. Yeah. So people just bullied you clearly because they were jealous. I don't I don't know. I don't like to think anybody's jealous of me. I think that's such a weird thing. And I, I don't experience that. Like, I don't feel jealousy. I, there are times when I see people doing something. I'm like, oh, God, I wish I could do that. But not ever like, why are they doing that? And I'm not doing that. So I don't really get that vibe but i mean i was definitely like i guess chubby who the fuck wasn't chubby when they were like seven and then michael wasn't but <laughs> go on he's always michael's been, like he's like me glazed over yeah um, but you know what i was small right I was okay all right like, oh okay so uh, we all okay. have our good things you know? not yeah. everything was small yeah okay. hey. that's, how I, that's how i landed i had that i had the goldilocks stick right yes <laughs> exactly right. keep going i am <laughs> Let's not get caught up in that in those visuals. Um I I don't know. I I I can't I can't really pinpoint some kids are just fucking mean. Like what are you supposed to do? And I also wasn't confident. I didn't speak up for myself. Like if I think when when children especially or just people, because they grow up to be the same way, when people can like pinpoint an insecurity of yours or any kind of weakness, they they prey on that and they just keep on twisting it. It's like a knife. And that's just what they did. And it, it was working. Like it worked. You mentioned trauma. How did you overcome that? Like were, what were the tools in your toolbox that you used? And maybe you haven't overcome it, but what are some things that you've noticed have helped? I mean, well, now being an adult, being in therapy, I've been in therapy for over a year now and it's like transformed my life because I had to be my own therapist for a long time. Like in most black households, West Indian households like mine, like therapy is not a thing. They're like, you're depressed. Go depress them dishes. Like you're not depressed. You're too young to be depressed. Why are you, why are you sad? You have so much happiness around you. And it, that's just how it is in a lot of foreign homes and, and even some American ones too. So I think at the time I just, I just, it, it went along with the same kind of decision-making because I was like 12 and my hair was falling out because I was so stressed out. And I couldn't even tell my mom because I was just like, she's not, she's gonna be like, what? Like you have such a beautiful life. And I did, but there was still something missing. So uh, the backstory is my biological father left when I was five. So I haven't seen him. I spoke to him 11 years later when I was 16. But other than that, we don't have any correspondence at all. And it, it took a toll on me in my younger years because I didn't know why. Like I hadn't spoken to him, so I didn't know why. But I just, I don't know. I I grew up, I had my sisters. I had my dad in my life who raised me and like gave me like that Cinderella story. And so I, I didn't really m miss out. But at the time when I was a kid and you don't know any better, I thought I had missed out on a lot. And I really didn't. Well, that's still very heavy. Obviously five years, even, I mean, even though you're young, five years is a ton of time to spend with someone. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think about the relationship that I have with my daughter, like, even how close we've gotten in two and a half years. Like, I had another two and a half. I can imagine that was extremely difficult for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was so confusing because, like, yeah. you go with from some, having someone all the time 
to not ever seeing them again with no explanation, I was like, oh, he died. Like that was literally how I processed the trauma, I guess. I just decided that he had died. And then when I was 16 and I found out he was alive, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> the fuck are you doing here? It's almost I can think as as a, as a child, like you feel like they're rejecting you. But I think maybe as you get older, you realize it was never about you. Mm-hmm. It was actually all about their. That's what I've learned with age is it's yeah. ne- it was never it's never about me. Right. It's about their own stuff that they're going through. And but right. that's hard to separate when you're so little. When you're a child, you don't you don't know. Yeah. Like I I'm I came to terms with it, but then through therapy, I've really come to terms with it. And it's just the way that it is. But now I'm looking forward to like breaking that kind of cycle. And, you know, I I also don't think that my mom or like any woman goes into, you know, procreating with someone and thinking like this person's not gonna be good for my child. Like I, I think most, most normal loving mothers go into making children feeling like, okay, I want to give this child the best life that I possibly can. But I know that moving forward, like I want to raise daddy's girls. Like if I have girls, I want for them to be obsessed with their dad because I missed out on that experience. So that's my traumatic story. No, I honestly, (laughs) I'm excited for you to, to find someone that like is obsessed with the little girl that Mm -hmm. you're probably going to have. Cause I'm telling you, I think it'll, it, it it is probably going to be really healing. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's in a weird way. It. It, it is healing to like see that. Yeah. It's fulfilling. Yeah. But I want her to be obsessed with me also. That's hard. <laughs> That's like, hard. It's hard to choose? get both. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I feel like right now it's it's she's obsessed with you. Oh. Yeah, but she plays games. Like last night she was not, you know, like they, they, they flip games. flops. Oh, what do you mean? She's my daughter. Of she course she plays, plays games. games. Um, okay, so... How did you get discovered for Catfish? Is this something you went on an audition for? Were you doing stuff before then that led up to that? How did how did you get to that? So after Miss Teen USA, I was hell-bent on becoming a dermatologist. I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a dermatologist. That's going to be my job. And then I started school and second semester bio hit. And I was like, fuck this shit. I'm never going to be a doctor. Like, <laughs> I remember the teacher on the first day of like second semester bio was like, most of you in this room will never be doctors. And I was like, true. And I left and I signed up for communications classes because when I was (laughs) Miss Teen USA, I got so much experience in front of the camera that I was like, oh, like this could be good for me. Like I could do something non-traditional. And so I just completely just leaned into that and transferred schools. I went back to New York City and um, started working. Like I just started in class. I remember I would be in class and people would be taking notes and I would be like putting together my media kit and like sending out my reel to different like local news stations and being like, I can do this. I can do that. So I started doing some um, just like local news, like what to wear for fall, like best beauty products for Mother's Day, those kinds of things. And just like little segments here and there, which was awesome. And then I was at home. I remember I was 25 going through my quarter century life crisis. I was like, I'm never going to be on TV. Like I very dramatic, like very, very dramatic. Like I'm never going to be a doctor. I'm never going to be on TV. (laughs) So I was like, I need to look for a job because all the stuff that I was doing was great, but nothing big had happened yet. And at 25, I was just like, I should be Oprah. Like, why am I not? Why am I not? (laughs) So I, um, started looking for jobs. Then I was like, bitch, this is not what you want. Like you need to make a drastic change. 
I had this feeling in my gut to move to LA, but I never wanted to be in LA. That was never like my jam. I was, I'm such an East coaster. Like New York was definitely my, my home, but I was like, you have to do something drastic. So I picked up and I moved to LA the same week that I was moving to LA. I got an email from someone at casting at Catfish that was like, we would love to have you come on and guest co-host two episodes. And I was like, this is a fucking scam. I'm getting catfished, but YOLO, like, let's just, let's just you go with it. watching or a fan of the show before? Oh yeah, I've been watching since the documentary. So okay. I was for sure like, this is a fucking scam. I'm getting scammed. But my brain was so fucked up during that move because I was like, I'm moving across the country away from my family. I don't have a job. I'm, I've lost it. Like I've lost my mind. And I don't know what I'm moving to LA for. I'm like going like every other pageant bitch that I know. Like everybody moves to LA after. <laughs> like, every is... pageant, every homecoming queen, yes. everyone that wants to be a model. Yeah. In their, I was a hometown hottie in Maxim. Every hometown every hottie. single Or cutie one. of the week. I forgot what it was. Yeah. But, or cutie of the month. But it, it, they all move. And like, then you get here and you're like, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's charismatic. <laughs> yes. Everyone's, everyone's hot. Everyone wants to do the exact same thing as me. And at the time I wanted to be on E! News. So I was like, literally, that's what everyone wants. Every TV host in this space wants that. But I was like, we're just going to go for it. And then when I got the email from Catfish, I ended up flying out. I think I got the email on like a Wednesday with my flight info. And they were like, you're flying out in two days to film this episode in Iowa City. I was like, eh. This is fucking fake. I'm probably going to get human trafficked, but oh, Jesus. at least I tried. <laughs> so I went and it was great. It was amazing. I didn't believe it until Neve actually walked in the day that we were filming. And then I immediately was like, I'm going to shit myself because I was, I was, I didn't think that it was real. And then I came back to New York to pack up my shit and move. I came back on a Sunday. The movers came on Monday and I was in LA the following day. And then they asked me to do two more episodes and then they were like, let's do two more. And then they were like, let's do two more. And then Neve called me and was like, do you want to do this all the time? And I was like, I thought we had already decided that the first time that I came. How do, how do they figure out who they're putting on the show? And like, how, how real are all these stories? Very, very. And it, honestly, I wish that people could see the behind the scenes. I can't even, Neve and I are great. Max was great. But the real fucking stars of Catfish are the people behind the scenes, like the casting people and the people who are, we have people on our team that literally fly out to like the hopeful. So the people who write in and stay with their family for like a week and just like get to know them, warm them up, see how they're feeling, like see if, if it's really genuine and authentic. Of course you have your people who come on and like just want to be on TV. Like it happens all the time. But most of the stories that we go for are like, the casting team has been talking to them for like three years. So how did, how does this all transpire? How did like a good submission, meaning like yeah. someone you guys are like really going to invest in? How can Taylor Smith <laughs> yeah. walk him through it? That's, he's got his notepad out. He's like, and like how much pre-work MTV exists casting. before you're like, okay, we're going in and we're going to feature this person. There's a lot of pre-work because we have to do background checks also. Basically a, a good submission would be someone either writing in on behalf of themselves or a friend that's being catfished and being like, this is my story. I've been talking to this person for this long, blah, blah, blah. Casting team will reach out to them, gauge like how valid is the story? Like, is there truth to it? And then basically I like to describe the show as kind of like an escape the room. 
So there is someone on our team that knows who the person at the end is going to be. But Neve and I are in the dark the entire time that we're doing everything. So as you watch the show, when we open the laptop, doing the investigation, reading the email, all of that happens as you see it happening and nobody tells us anything. So there have been times when we are doing the research on a person for like three hours and we will look at our producer and be like, can we get can we get a clue? Like, can we get something? And they'll be like, OK, look at June of 2018. Then we'll scroll all the way down and like <laughs> look at June and find something. And then we can like go off of that. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I was browsing TikTok this weekend, and I just see so much positivity about therapy. And I think that's so important. And if you're one of those people who doesn't want to go park, pay for gas, go into the therapist's office, sign in, run into someone from high school, and you just want it streamlined, then you need to check out BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy and wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. It's a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. So you can talk to your therapist on video or on the phone. So you don't have to see them on camera if you don't want to. If there's a common theme of this show, it is working through your problems, both in body and mind. We've had so many guests on the show talk about how beneficial therapy has been with them for turning their life around, getting their best results, making them just feel great as people. So definitely recommend BetterHelp because it gives you the ability to seek therapy and talk to someone professional right from your home. If you're feeling burnt out or you're feeling like you're working too much or you're feeling like sometimes you're getting too much screen time and it's affecting your mental health, check out BetterHelp. BetterHelp is absolutely amazing because they've given us a discount. All our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash skinny. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. All our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash skinny. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. For someone that has never watched this show mm-hmm. that's listening, what is a catfish? Mm-hmm. What do you, when you say you're looking for clues, do you mean clues with the catfish? And, and no, for, to find out who the catfish is. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so just walk us through, like, if someone doesn't know what the show is, what the premise is, and what a catfish means. So, because maybe someone's listening and they're like, oh, I had catfish for dinner last yeah. night. Like, we got to, like, right. <laughs> we got to break it down. We got to yeah, break it down. Okay. We'll break it down. In fact, Taylor probably did have yeah. catfish for dinner. <laughs> like, like, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. So, catfish is great. <laughs> um, so, catfishing basically, a lot of people know the term, but they don't know that there's an actual show behind it and they don't know that there's an actual documentary before that. So the documentary is based around Neve, who's my co-host, who was catfished by a woman who claimed to be like a 20-something super cute girl living in I don't even fucking know where and like made up a whole life around this person, made up a whole life around their family, got the family involved and like was having conversations with them as this person's brother and this person's dad. And, you know, like it was like a whole thing, but it ended up just being like this woman who lived in Michigan somewhere and was just really sad and lonely and wanted to talk to him. And so that's basically what catfishing is. It's when you're talking to somebody on the internet, usually who is presenting to you a completely different person than who they are in real life. And that can be visually, or that can be their background, but I like to also say that like you can get catfished by people that you know in real life because how often have you met someone and you're like, oh my God, this person is great. And then you don't realize that like they have 20 felonies, live in a fucking shoebox and like 
are psychopath. I have never heard of it's that like the kind tinders, of catfish. It's like the tinders, oh. So is the Tinder swindler a catfish? One thousand percent. Yeah, he's a catfish. Yeah, he is. <gasps> okay, so you can be friends with someone that's a catfish. Yeah. I have been friends with someone who was a catfish. We've How was your been. friend a catfish? She had lied to me about everything in her life. She had like faked an engagement. She told me all these fucking stories of all these amazing places that she was traveling to, but she wasn't actually in those places. She oh, would call me. Who's gonna catfish the host of catfish though? Come <laughs> that was on. before. That oh, was okay, my prep. That was my prep. Because I'm not catfishing the but host. Wouldn't of that be a good person to catfish? Because yeah. they would be the least. Anyways, yeah, okay. that was my long-term audition. So the show, so uh, the show obviously is like very, very, very popular. The premise is around you guys catching the cat, the catfish. Yeah, well, sometimes it is the person that they were talking to. So like finding clues, but maybe they haven't Facetimed or like they haven't spoken on the phone. So there's usually like little indicators that something shady is going on. And usually, if it is the person in the photos, there is something that they're hiding. But they, they are the person in the pictures. So, like, we try to find as much information as we can to try to pinpoint who the person is. Is the person the person in the pictures, which is usually what we call the mask. So, like, the mask that they're using as someone else. Lauren, I feel like someone has definitely catfish using your our, photos. Taylor, pull oh, they have. Yeah, they have. That? They I have forgot to be. about that until you just said that. Because look at you. Like, you're beautiful. <gasps> How did you just know that? Of course. Wait, I forgot about the catfish. <laughs> I literally forgot about Skinny Confidential Catfish until you just said that. <laughs> I was just thinking no. you would be a great match. Check this out. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I forgot about the catfish. You guys have to Google the Skinny whole, Confidential Catfish. This is a whole thing. Oh, <gasps> so these are all my pictures. You guys, if you want to get context, can Google the Skinny Confidential Catfish. These are actually my photos. Well, that's actually me. Those are my engagement right. photos. That's my sister-in-law. That's my obviously my husband. So the catfish took the face off of me and put her face in there. <gasps> but that's my look. There's my hair. Like, see, that's, it's I was so confused because I was like, you look completely different in that picture. Well, those sure. are my tits. Like, she used my tits. Well, at least she used those. Wouldn't mistake you know? those. Wouldn't mistake those. Anywhere. Those were expensive, so she should oh use them. Oh my god! You know what? Though, Here's the thing. I kind of thought it was cool because it's but, like the commitment. But we don't know if this was a. We don't never found out who this person was. If it was a she. Did we Taylor? We don't know if that's the actual person. Right. It could be another mask. Right. It could be a double mask. But what's weird? It I is. forgot it was Sorry. catfish. People what were, it is is this: is that's not that girl is not. I was able was to the, find the find her. She's why? Because you she, wanted to hook no, up because, with her. No, remember we did a deep we did a deep dive on this and we I'm found. I'm sure you're do, no, your mouse no, is so No, let me so finish. No, no, let me finish. Stop. <laughs> let me finish the story. When we did the deep dive on this, this girl through Google's image reverse image search, we found out that she was a model and that she had done modeling because we found out what, what her name was. And we were able to track it, and she was just a normal person. So I think that there was somebody who was pretending to be this girl who was pretending to be dating Michael. So it was like a three-way catfish situation. I actually think that this was deeper. I actually think the person wanted my audience and community to think my husband was cheating on me. Well, they were Because they DM'd me, hey, your husband's cheating on you. He's being unfaithful. These pictures. But I was like, like, that's her. That's me. That's me. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's that's Lauren's body. She just imposed her face over. Right. Which is like, bitch, you (laughs) you think that he was cheating on me at my engagement shoot? Yeah. But then you forgot the post. In the picture that I posted. (laughs) But there was also context to these. All these posts had text underneath it where it was like, oh, I just got back with a beautiful oh, it was dinner yeah, it was trip. On Instagram. So there was, there was context with every photo. It was photo. like talking about my grand. It was. It got dark. But how did you forget that this occurred? Well, I no, literally forgot. I remembered. So I said Taylor. <laughs> Until you just said that, I wouldn't. I forgot. No. I can't believe. How long ago was that? I mean, it was like what? 
And this is a long time ago. It's episode what? 45. How did of I forget our, so, I got catfish, so though? That is kind of weird. Here's how you can brain. tell the, the timeline. It's episode four. I'm looking at episode 45 of our show. We're on episode like 500 now. So oh, this is a long time oh, way back. Wow. Okay. You know? So, so my, this is my one question that I don't understand, and you have to help me understand this. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking to a guy on the internet and I'm like into him, I'm FaceTiming him immediately. Why right. are people not doing that? People have the most insane excuses that you can think of. I don't. I think they don't want to know. No, and there are a lot of people who don't want to know. And I honestly can kind of understand and respect that. Like, especially over the pandemic, we found a lot of people who were like, I, this is the only thing I have going right now. Like, why would I want to give that up? And I, I get that because even in real life, like sometimes something is better than nothing. And as sad as that sounds, like you have to keep in mind where people, people are located because not everyone is in LA. Not everyone is in New York. Not everyone is in Austin. Like people live in middle America where their dating pool is the same people that they went to kindergarten with. Do you really want to date like the person that you went to fucking kindergarten with for the rest of your life? Like some, no, no shade to anybody who's still with the same man from kindergarten, young man from kindergarten. Um, but put that disclaimer yeah, out there. Exactly. But careful, careful. No shade. But like when the dating pool is that small, you of course you want to think that you're talking to Gigi Hadid. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to? Like, of course, these people are trying to talk to you on the Internet. And when you don't have access to celebrities and like seeing them or seeing how kind of difficult it is or not difficult it is to get in touch with them, people think people think anything. I, though, am getting on fucking FaceTime like Oh, well, no one's screwing with you. Well, especially yeah. with what you've seen. Oh, no yeah, one's yeah. screwing with you. Yeah. You're like, is that the Paris filter? Yeah. What filter is that? <laughs> oh, Let I know. It's like yeah, FaceApp yeah. kiss that, number that, two. Is that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the diva light? Let me ask you another question. How many of these stories that you've seen or in your experience are like people mostly just looking for companionship, kind of light, like, hey, these are some lonely people. Okay, maybe give it a pass compared to the ones that are dark. Like maybe mm-hmm. there's a guy out there that's got malicious intent that's presenting himself as a young woman talking to a guy or a girl. Like how often do you see that in the mix? I would say 85% is like just companionship wanting to have someone. Yeah, I would say that. And then the rest are the fucking shady characters, which then I have to cuss them out. It's the whole thing. What do you guys do when you find those people? I cuss them out. Like you say you're, you're sick. I say you're fucking gross and you should go to fucking prison. And they do they or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Are they committing crimes? Well, I that's mean, the thing. It's like it's not a crime to catfish. Like, and then if you're technically scamming as a catfish, <sighs> really, I think w- in, under the law, they're gonna look at it like you gave money to somebody that you've never met on the internet, like because you were in love with them. Who gives a fuck what their pictures look like? You shouldn't have given money to them. You know. What do you think about this this story that of uh, Dee Dee and Gypsy? the daughter uh, that, that met uh-huh. the guy on the internet and then they ended up killing the mom. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, of course. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Wild. Wild story. Was that a catfish or no? I mean, she was catfishing. Dee Dee and... Well, I, I put the blame on the mother because like Gypsy was a child, but like, yeah, that was a catfish. That was a whole... That was a whole catfish scam scheme trifecta. <laughs> okay, so there was catfishing going on. For sure, for sure. But that was like before, well, no, the internet was in existence because that's how she met the guy and then the whole murder. But then her mom was like, had Munchausen's by proxy and was like drugging her daughter and Ugh. keeping her in a wheelchair. Like, 
I will probably kill their ass too. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, 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 <laughs> I, off the record, I, I honestly <laughs> is this why the Tinder swindler didn't get in trouble because technically these women gave him money. What they gave him the money, and like the credit cards and all that. And I watched that. The only one that I felt bad for was the friend that was like partying with him because I have friends that I go party with. Oh and yeah, like, she was just like trying to be a good yeah, friend. Yeah, you're like hanging out and like of course you think that this guy has the money because he pays every bill. Like why wouldn't he? But for the girlfriends. Sis, I can't. That's, that's why it's hard. To, it's hard. It's like, how do you not see that? It's almost mm-hmm. like you, you, what you said earlier, you just don't want to see it. Yeah, of course. What is the, something, though, that you look back on in your career that you have extreme empathy for? What's a situation where you were maybe something that made you cry because it was so sad? Mm. I've cried a few times on the show. I think the one that meant the most to me personally, um, we did episode, a sister's episode. So it wasn't like a romantic thing. It was two sisters that were from the same father that they believed, but two different mothers. And they couldn't get in contact with each other. But one of them finally did and reached out to her sister and was like, hey, I'm your sister. We have the same dad. And the girl was like, "Like, I I don't know anything about this. Like, I didn't know that my dad had this daughter. But of course, like, I want a sister. I want to have a relationship with you. She didn't have relationships with her other siblings that he also had outside of the relationship that he had with her mother. So it was like there was a lot of behind the scenes going on. It came down to we had to do a DNA test because basically there was like some confusion. The other sister who came in, who wrote to the main sister, her name was Maritha, the girl that we were helping. So the hopeful the sister that wrote in to, to the other sister, I don't know if I'm making any fucking sense with what it is that I'm saying here. Well, I'm but, <laughs> so the girl who wrote in to the sister, she had a secret that she thought that the girl that we were helping was not actually his biological daughter because that's what the dad had told her. But then the dad told Maritha, the girl that we were helping, that the other daughter was not his biological daughter. So child. he told them both that they weren't. Exactly. So we had to do a DNA test to see if they had any matching DNA. And I was totally against it. I was like, this is going to open a can of worms in your life. If for whatever reason, one of you is not his biological child, like, what are we going to do? You know, we ended up doing the test and they ended up being sisters. Thank God. <laughs> and I cried because I was just like, well, I, why did the dad say otherwise? Or he just was he's like, just a piece of shit. Okay. Was he was just a piece of shit. And I was like, send him a picture of this fucking DNA test right fucking now. What's the sickest one you saw where you were like, you oh. motherfucker, I'm going to beat your ass. I know exactly which one that was. That was a situation that we had where a guy had written in. He was like in his 20s. He met a girl when he was 16 on Xbox. He was playing Xbox game and like met this girl like that was around his age in like the chat when you have like the headphones on, I don't, I'm not a gamer. It's easier to meet people than you think. I didn't know you could meet on Xbox. Yeah. 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 What are you doing on Xbox? You're on Xbox a lot. Uh, Wait, hold on. I didn't know you could meet people on Xbox. I have a whole other life over there. Please don't, please don't come into that. Don't intrude. Don't intrude. Don't worry about that. I only play like The Sims where I have 20 different lives on there. Okay. So I don't I got a whole separate family in life there. Yeah, of course. Of course. Right. Interesting. His wife collecting is information. Yeah, 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 I know all. I mean, I gonna have a lot of information <laughs> and collecting. Daddy will be home soon. Sasquatch eighty six. <laughs> I can't. So he meets this girl on Xbox. He's talking to her. They talked for years. Like she made him break up with his girlfriend that he actually had in real life, and like there was a whole bunch of drama. Lo and behold, the young girl that he met was actually a forty something year old woman, um, who was talking to a. 15, 16 year old boy oh, um, and using photos of her daughter 
who was 18, naked photos, sending them to him. Naked photos of her own daughter. Naked photos. She would go into her daughter's room when her daughter was sleeping and take the photos that her daughter was sending to her boyfriend at the time, send them to her phone, and send them to these young guys on the internet, on Xbox. Oh my God. I have never wanted to throw up. Uh, and this was a virtual episode, thank God, because I don't know what I would have done if I saw this woman in real life. Does that now woman get prosecuted? Point, or? No, because he was of age in the state that he lived in when it happened. One thing that is so important postpartum is underwear, okay? There's nothing worse than having uncomfortable underwear postpartum. And if you've gone through this area in life, you know what I mean. I like comfortable underwear in general, though. I like it when I'm pregnant. I like it when I'm not pregnant. I like it postpartum. I like to be for kids. And Tommy John sent me a bunch of their cotton high-rise brief underwear. And you guys, it is so comfortable. It also comes in polka dot, black, and leopard. I'm a fan of just black underwear. These are the most comfortable underwear you will ever wear. They also have a lot of different, very comfortable outfits. Like they have these dresses that are great for postpartum or just if you want to be comfortable around the house. They have like V-neck tees, lounge jumpsuits. If you want to get comfortable, you need to check them out. And obviously, definitely grab a pair of their underwear. Like I'm telling you, it is so comfortable. I should also mention that their stuff makes you look hot, but while feeling comfortable. So you can lounge around in the summer, not feel constricted. They have cool cotton wireless bras. Everything is breathable. It's comfortable. I've worn it. I'm telling you, you've seen it on my Instagram story, Tommy John. There's nothing worse for you or your lymphatic system than being in some old brawn underwear that are super tight. Comfort is key. Okay. So if you're like me and you like to lounge around the house in comfort, but also look chic, definitely check out Tommy John. You can shop tommyjohn.com slash skinny now for 20% off your first order. Get 20% off at tommyjohn.com slash skinny, tommyjohn.com slash skinny. See the site for details. And while you're there, definitely check out their second skin dress. And I'm telling you, their underwear briefs. My God. You can't get prosecuted for for going into your daughter's phone, stealing photos of her naked and I sending think them? only if her daughter would have pressed charges and she didn't. But her daughter came on the show and talked about the situation and was bawling and like explaining the whole thing. And she's like, my mom and I have come such a long way. What? And we've like, I, I was like, how do I, I was like, I'm sorry that your mom is a fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, that is so weird. And now she's like, the woman is, I think she's in her 60s or something. And like, came i was like i was shocked that she even came on the show because she probably wanted to be famous that's the thing what's so crazy is like you almost will put aside how psycho you are to Mm -hmm. just be on the show to get recognition that's the craziest thing to me she kept on and maybe you're right i think she really just wanted to meet neve because she kept on addressing she kept addressing both of us and she would be like you know cammy i'm like but this isn't a motherfucking talk show i want you to go to jail did you say (laughs) that to her yes they cut it out, though. Oh, they cut stuff out. Half the shit that I say gets cut out. Do you, <laughs> do you go back and watch the episodes after they're edited and produced? I do, yeah. Do you do it because you want to do it from a standpoint of how can I improve? Or do you do it just because you want to see how they edit it? I do it to take notes and I send them. We I have a really great relationship with our production team. So there are times like when we we talk about all kinds of different things on the show. So whether it's like trauma or like 
queer issues, like I want to make sure that we're approaching every topic the best way that we can and like being informed and educated and not like ignorant and sounding dumb. So I'll watch and I'll give notes and be like, there was a time when we mentioned this or like we explained this further. Can you add that somewhere? And they do it all the time. So that's the reason why I watch it. But I, n- I never cut things. It is very rare that I regret anything that comes out of my mouth. So I don't ever like go back. I feel the same way about that. Yeah. I, I don't regret. I feel the same way that you feel. Mm-hmm. But I feel weird saying that. Why? I don't know. <laughs> What's your sign? Gemini. Oh. What's your? Your Scorpio. Scorpio. You said that earlier. Yeah. I don't regret anything that comes out of my no, mouth either. You shouldn't. I mean, unless it's to Michael and he gets sad. Nah, yes, I don't. Of course. Re- <laughs> I honestly can't think of something that. Uh, listen, well, like, no. I'm not saying all my opinions are right. I'm just yeah. saying I said it. I like, said why it, regret I, it? I meant it in the moment. Yeah, I mean, like, that, well, that is, I think that is the great way to say it. It's like, I said it because I meant it in the moment. You can always mm-hmm. kind of back, okay, maybe I misspoke or maybe I, but yeah. like, that's how I felt in that moment. People should give people more leeway with that kind of stuff, especially yeah. for people that are doing things publicly on television, right? Right. And there are times when like, we'll meet, like, I think just this last episode that we did, it hasn't come out yet, obviously. We just recorded it. But I met the catfish and I told her, like, I'm sorry, just so you know, I said this, this, and this about you. I meant it when I said it, but now I feel differently. But I'll tell him. I said you were a piece of shit, but now I see you're not. How many? Sorry. How, what's the split? Like, maybe, <laughs> this is, I hope this is not sexist, but what's the split? Men and women catfishing. Like, who is it? Women catfishing more, catfisher? or more, more men? Mm, wow, I really don't know. I feel like it's and what is the women? Main, okay, it's women. And what is the main intention? Is it like, I just want connection, someone to talk to me, someone to pay attention? Is it like, I'm looking for money? I can understand the companionship thing. If you're yeah. really lonely... And you're a woman and you're, like you said, there was a woman who's 46. You're a lonely person. But don't encourage this, though. I don't know if you should encourage this. (laughs) If you're really lonely, you should start catfishing. If you're really lonely, you can ruin someone's life. I mean, I honestly think, like, I feel like I would be a good catfisher because you could get real creative, like a creative. Like, imagine the creativity that could go into it. But that's like a whole life that you have to lead. That's so exhausting. I don't think I could do it. But I, I, I found... A lot of people that we meet that have been catfishing for a while say, I tried dating apps. I put my pictures out there. I got no bites. Nobody wanted to fucking talk to me. I go out all the time, every weekend. Nobody talks to me. I approach people. They reject me. Like, it's like this constant rejection that kind of leads people. And then eventually they're like, and then one day I just decided, like, what would happen if I just made this picture me? And I'm still me, like I'm still communicating as myself. I'm still like a same personality. And that's why when they meet the person that they've been talking to in real life, they're like, but it's still me, even though like it, it's hard. If you've been talking to somebody for two years with one photo in mind, you're like, this is the person that I'm talking to. How often do they meet the person? They're like, you know what? I don't like that you shared that photo, but I like you. It happens a lot. Oh, yeah. It yeah, happens a lot. I imagine it happens, right? Yeah. Some people are like, I don't really care because we'll always ask before we end up like doing the whole thing. We'll be like, what is your worst case scenario? Usually like for guys, they're like, if it's a guy, like <laughs> for like straight guys, they're like, if it's a guy, that's my worst. And, you know, most girls are just like, you know, if I, well, honestly, a lot, of, mostly everyone is kind of like, I, I just don't like lies. But then you meet the person in person and you're like, oh, this person's not so bad. And like, we do have a deep emotional connection. So most people after they've met on the show will carry on like at least communication to see where it can go. And some people can't get past the lies and some people can. I do feel like I catfished my husband. 
Like, I do feel like I catfished you. What do you mean? I just feel like he fell in love with me when I was like made up. And now at home in Austin, it's like, it's like Gollum. That's called love, baby. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit of catfishing going on. Listen, I fell in love with Gollum. (laughs) The first time we saw that, he was like, yes. I just feel like there's a little catfishy vibe. Well, we're all cat. Okay. Let's talk about to a degree. I think we're all a little catfish. That's what I was just going to ask you. What is a catfish light? Because I have a guy friend. Light? Yeah. Like. What's a kitten fish? Is that a kitten fish? What's a. Is that a a catfish light? Yeah. Kitten fishing is catfish light. Kitten fishing is like filters and, you know, but like to an extent, because there are some filters that I'll see people use. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. They look so cute there. And then I'll try it on my face and I'm like, bitch, you, this is not, this should not even be on the internet. Like. It completely changes the face. Completely changes the face. So what is kitten fishing? Like my friend, he goes on dates all the time. He meets girls on Tinder or whatever it is. And he'll go out to lunch and be like, oh my God, she looks like completely different than she did. Yeah. uh, Honestly, I think a lot of cishead men are stupid um, because a lot of (laughs) y'all will look at a picture of a girl and be like, yeah, this is her makeup free. She's so beautiful. And then you'll show it to your girlfriends and they'll be like, that's the face Every app. Time. Like, that's Every the time. face app. They are so <laughs> clueless. They're so they'll clueless. They'll show me photos. I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're like, yeah, she's a natural blonde. Let me ask you this. I know. They're <laughs> so <laughs> dumb. I'll look at her big natural tits. Yeah. I'm like, mm. the doctor's tagged. Okay. You, are the, you are the foremost authority in this now. Now we finally got the person on the show to ask. Okay, how do you stand on this? Uh-huh. Do you think a highly filtered, edited photo on a dating app is the best way to present? Or do you want to go more raw? Like, do you want to show up to the dating and be like, I am presenting way better in person than on the app? Or do you want to be like, okay, I'm going to set the app strong. I think medium. Then- I think medium. I think you need a good mix. Like, I am on a dating app for the first time in my entire life. I just got on, like, a week ago. And I did like a good mix. Like, what I have dating some... app is this? Everybody's gonna rush to it. Raya, of course. Right. Oh, it's a premium. Where I'm one. safe. Let's Where I'm if, safe. Let's see if you bozos listening can get on that. One. I'm exactly. Just I'm see just if kidding. you Everybody could see if on. you could mem- get the membership. Yeah. But I have like a good mix of like my Instagram photos, and then I use like one like super raw photo that I sent to my dad from like my Sports Illustrated shoot. That I was like, oh, like if this is good for my dad, this will be good for my future husband on Raya. But what I have noticed from my short stint on this app, black and white photos should be abolished from dating apps. I think a black and white photo makes anyone look endearing and like incredible. And then I look at the other photos and I'm like, this is not other things that should be abolished. Let me give you a list. (laughs) Number one, we do not want to see your abs in a dimly lit bathroom. Taylor. Oh, (laughs) The, where you can clearly tell that you've used shadows to your advantage and it looks it looks like too try hard guys. What about the guys holding the fish? What about the, pointed. the fish guys? The, the guy- fish guys are fucking the worst. There was actually, oh, I don't even want to put out who he was, but he's a celebrity on Raya that I came across the other day who was holding a dead like turkey or like a, <laughs> I don't know, some large Talent animal. What I want in my vagina. In his hand. Yeah. And I was like, who is this? Who is this attracting? Like, I don't want to see that. There's also, a there's a little, it's a little too obvious when you do like 
my one of my friends says this when you do a picture of you with like a little kid it's like oh you got mr manipulative like we listen, get you all my yeah. guy friends out there listen if i see one of you motherfuckers with my daughter on one of these yeah. apps i'm showing there, up at your house yeah, there is one exactly. thing. i know and i i bet he's listening to this i'm gonna show it up there they, have to, they put like uncle something I'm proud uncle in there yeah. yeah. i'm crashing the date and being like yo this guy doesn't have any kids yeah. he's not good he's not even good with kids or what about the dog the, the dogs, dog there's a lot of dogs on there there's a lot the that's called the dog's fine Right. Yeah, it's a little mm. usy of the dog. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I I agree. I think you're using it to like, like, does the dog really want this? Like, is how does the dog feel about having a mother? You know, a stepmom. Yeah, I would um, be so. I would have no clue what to my, do. My my little sister met this guy, and she they did a whole episode on this. But she went. She like met him out, and he like talked to her for an hour, and they exchanged numbers. And the next day, he texted her, and she didn't respond right away. Which like, who does? Yeah, and. He like kind of like flipped out that she didn't respond right away, which is like red flag. Yeah, like, you're huge. gonna flip out like goodbye. I, like I don't respond to him after like 20 years of marriage. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't even pick the phone up. Sometimes I'll like <laughs> won't see him for a day. I'm, I'm like, like, hey, it's an emergency. Like, <laughs> Who are you? It's an emergency. Our no. kids in the ER. And I'll like no. turn my location services <laughs> oh my off and like like make him sweat. Anyways, yes. So she, so he texts her a website and she clicks it and it's 20 of his. Uh, red flags. Well, we have a whole episode coming up. Okay. I, so I just, I just have to tell. It, this is Cammy is like the I perfect t- person. Yes, the, the episode's coming. We're gonna get on a huge. Okay. He, anyways, he built a domain with a list of his red flags that he sends to you women to that are his red show. flags. And it's amazing. What? It's a preemptive website with his a couple headshots it's of himself. The worst thing I've ever seen. He says how uh, can't be over one twenty. Not gonna work. Uh, oh wait, excuse uh, wait, me. Needs to go do an expose on this guy Listen, with after this, I'm gonna send you the website. We're gonna send it to you. Can't be over 120 oh, pounds. So much can't worse than that. Can't be over six feet, but can't be under five two. It's it's like he's got some parameters. Parents can't be divorced. Yeah. Who oh, the fuck oh, is can't he? have a dog. Ew. No, can't be a cat person. Anyways. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyways, okay. we have to send this to Cammy. I despise this man. Why is West Elm Caleb being exploited and not this guy? This guy needs to this, be. She oh, we, needs oh, we to exploit this guy. This guy. Okay, exploited, I'm gonna say, anyways, I just had to tell Cammy because I knew she would like be freaking out. Oh about my this. god, I need to see this immediately. I finally have the answer as to where I get all of my blood work, where I track all the data how I know what to do, how I know what to supplement with, how I know how to optimize my body, which is why I'm so excited to talk about this partnership with Inside Tracker. So, Inside Tracker is your one-stop shop once you have all your blood work, you've done your tests with the doctor, you can send in all your results to this platform and it'll measure what you're deficient in, what you need, but it's so much more. When it comes to your health and longevity, you hold nothing back. You understand what it means to push harder, reach farther and go the extra mile. This relentless drive runs in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to build strength, speed, recovery and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging genetics and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise, nutrition, and supplementation for your body. And when you connect Inside Tracker with your Fitbit or Garmin, you'll also unlock real-time recovery pro tips after you complete your workout. It's like having your own personal trainer and nutritionist in your pocket. This is the platform that I recommend that you take all of your blood work to. It's going to tell you everything you need to know about your body unique to you. And for a limited time, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash skinny. That's insidetracker.com forward slash skinny. And for a limited time, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash skinny. That's insidetracker.com 
com forward slash skinny. So what are some some red flags that someone is being catfished? Like little ones, not like the mm-hmm. obvious ones. I mean, the FaceTime thing is like... Huge. Huge. I think I like to say the first two weeks because I get people are busy and Neve is always like, that's very generous. But I feel like two weeks is a good amount of time because like sometimes girls will be like, oh, I'm not made up. And like not everybody gets in full glam every day. And like you want to be your best self on the FaceTime. I get that. So the FaceTime is definitely one. Changing phone numbers a lot, I think, is weird. Like anytime they're doing that or honestly, anybody with an Android red flagged me like... (laughs) Wow. That's going to be a red flag to me. Palm trio. Green text coming yeah. through. Black the green text coming through is super weird to Why? me. Why? Oh my God. All my texts are green. What does that mean again? No, but you is, have an iPhone. No, you're, she's all <laughs> fucked up. She changed her number. <laughs> oh you know what? She's one big God. red flag. <laughs> okay. Oh okay. So you can't have an Android. I just feel like an Android just sends the wrong message. Oh. <laughs> what about if you're taking a shirtless selfie with a dog next to you on an Android? But. <laughs> But let me ask you this. Electric chair. <laughs> Electric no. chair. No. Do, do women ever like a shirtless photo? I think a shirtless photo is nice. I don't really go for like body though on guys. So I don't really I care. like a shirtless photo if okay. it's candid. I got a better like, question. Like just got candid. caught. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm talking about because you've posted okay. one. I got oh. a better, I got a better, <laughs> I'm married though. I'm done. I got a better yeah, question. Done. You're done. <laughs> Am I done? Maybe, electric not, maybe chair. I'm not You're done. done. Maybe electric I'm not done. Chair. Maybe I'll get out there again. You no. never know. On next time, go yeah. for it. I uh, don't have the energy okay. or capacity. <laughs> then, in your ideal, in your both of your worlds, ideally, what is the perfect male profile? Pick Nothing. Slash pick. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's got to be Honestly, I can't think Eliminate of anything. Eliminate them. Yeah, it's just a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. What, nothing. Don't do anything. Don't <laughs> smile. Don't be serious. Don't lift an eyebrow. No, nothing. <laughs> Don't Just pop take your, your collar. Take your profile down. What is the perfect? I think it's a white, crisp black, uh, shirt, kind of mm-hmm. like the one you proposed to me in. But don't don't make your. Per- is it like no. collared? Collared shirt, just like yeah, like a collared shirt mm-hmm. could be black too. No, you're no. See, I I can't imagine a guy in a solo photo in a white collared shirt. No, just no, no. But alone. like, it's mm-hmm. like a candid photo of them in sunglasses for Keep some in mind, reason. Mind, Cami, that Lauren's never been single during these time periods, so she has no idea what she's talking <laughs> I, listen, about. She's I'm literally fresh. just Something making Something candid. Lauren, I'm you, super Lauren, fresh and I'm very judgmental. So me on this app, I'm just honestly, it feels like a game. Like I'm just like mm, no, no, no. And I want to help the men on on these apps yeah, because it's really sad. It's she really, can't. really sad. If you have a photo of like a cartoon as your main picture, you're fucking childish and I don't want to talk to you. What about a bitmoji? No. I said it on Catfish before. You can't trust a bitmoji bitch. Like, no. I'm sorry. Bitmoji is no moji. Do not <laughs> no do it. Moji. I think the best photo, honestly, what I've found on these apps is I can tell the photos that guys have posted that look like they were taken by a woman, like a, a, their girlfriend or something. Like there was one guy I saw his picture and I was like, oh, he's fine. I look closely at the picture. There's a girl's legs over his lap. Like she's taking oh, the photo. That's the worst. The, the ones but, that think that people don't notice that. Like what? Of course I see that bitch on you. But I wonder, <laughs> is that a power move to take a picture with the girl or no? Are you like, I mean, I don't, I think that they just don't think about it. They're like, I look, I look good in this picture. Like a girl told me that I looked good and see, they're right. So like, just have girls take your picture. Okay. Okay. Photo I've gotten it. What if it was this? What if it was a photo that was of a guy and a girl, but the girl's face is cropped out with no. a blank space and it says your face here. Oh. <gasps> No. Uh, the creativity, <laughs> I, I will give the creativity an eight. I was about to say an eight out of 10. An eight out of 10. 
Um, Overall uh, execution. Yeah. It's leaning into the humor. Mm. I, I do lean into humor. Like that's what I would lean into if I, and if I was approached, it would need to be something witty, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. if someone's texting me or DMing me, it's gotta be something that's sharp, witty, funny. Yeah. But also then I don't, if is he copying and pasting the same thing to a bunch of girls? Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little crazy. There was also a guy that popped up that was like, his bio was like, I love my wife. I'm just here to make friends and meet nice people. What Lauren wants to get Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> was that his me? name was Michael. Yeah, was that me? <laughs> At <laughs> Michael Boston? <laughs> Listen, I'm just no. out here. I'm trying to make some friends. I'm a You're trying snow. to make friends? I thought it it's was gotten... so weird. And their Instagram links are right there. So I clicked the Instagram link because I was like, there's no fucking way. This guy's like joking. All his pictures on the app were of him by himself. Click his Instagram. First picture is him kissing his wife. <gasps> Wait, that's kind of, uh, that would be funny if it wasn't true. It's Do you know what true. I mean? Right. No, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, that's the kind of thing that would get me if it wasn't t- true. So you got to yeah. do something that's funny and catchy like that. And a lie. But a lie. Do you know what I'm saying? You got to catfish him and rounding it out. Rounding it out. Okay. Um, you can come back anytime <laughs> to give us you. dating advice. Tell us all <laughs> Tell us all about your podcast. You guys, her podcast is crushing it. Tell us about some guests you've had on. It's with your media. Definitely check it out. Go for it. Yes. Okay. So the podcast is called Relationship. Yes, shit. We talk about everything relationships, the good, the bad, the straight up shitty. Um, it's a relationship advice podcast, which I feel like I'm very, very good at giving relationship advice as far as taking my own advice. We'll see. But I've absolutely loved it. We've had some amazing guests on. We talk about everything from like sex with Shan Boudram to interracial dating with Kayla Nicole. We've just really been trying to hit all of the nails when it comes to like relationships. So coworker relationships friendships, like anything you can think of we talk about on the show. And it's been awesome. I fucking love it. Like, I love podcasting. I didn't think that I would. You're... Well, you're really good at good it. Good at it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Thank you. Um, your merch is yes. launching. Merch is launching soon. Okay. So soon. can you tell us anything about that? When is this coming out? We'll time it around the merch. We'll yeah, time we'll it. Okay. time it around the merch. So the merch is going to come out probably like in the next two weeks. Oh, which yeah. Which will be we'll, great. T- t- pimp um, the merch. Yes. Pimp the fucking merch. So basically it's all based around emotional support because we all need that. So I have like an adult sippy cup that literally says adult sippy cup on it. Then we have our emotional support sweatshirt, emotional support sweatpants because when you're going through it, like you're not changing your clothes. You're wearing the same shit every single day. And then an emotional support t-shirt. And then we have a bunch of other stuff coming out later around because we talk about like Zodiac signs on the podcast. My therapist is like the star of the podcast, even though she can't listen to it by, you know, whatever laws they have in the therapist world. So shout out to her. That's that's what we're going for. Here's the move. If you're going to catfish someone and Cammy's going to catch you, put her merch on. So when she <laughs> finds you and it says emotional support on the merch, uh, she'll maybe be kinder on you. Yeah, maybe. I'll be like, oh, great. And a by fan. the way, if anyone's listening and they have been catfished or they are a catfish, even better if they're mm-hmm. a catfish, open invite on the podcast to like no, tell, I'm not tell me all on about yourself on my latest Instagram post. Tell me about how you catfished someone. I want to hear oh it. Oh my God. Honestly, there's a lot of people that I've met that I'm like friends with that are like, oh yeah, I used to catfish people all the time. Because when you think about like aim chat rooms and stuff back in the day, who was being themselves on there? I used to be like oh, 13 on there being like age, nobody. sex, location, 21, Hollywood. You weren't being yourself? Female. No. <laughs> Wait, no. you were at at Rogue Spear? Wait, what were you again? Don't worry about what I'm... Look, uh, I have a... Rogue I, Dog? Listen, you, I was a fantasy girl. 
I was Bijou Baby 25. Maybe we talked and maybe we catfished each other. What were you again? Road Dog? No, I know. I like that What were you? I was Metallic 66. I was into Metallica, but I couldn't get get the... the it, 66 was like the devil, but you couldn't get the last six. I, what was that? No, yeah. I used to like, this is a stupid story. I used to like, <laughs> I used to like the Pittsburgh Penguins, a hockey team. Mario Lemieux was number oh, 66. Didn't oh, know that. Learning new things God. about you every day. Yeah. Don't I worry can't. about it. Don't worry about me. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Pimp Yourself Out. Where can we find you? Your Instagram, everything. On all socials at Cami Crawford, K-A-M-I-E. A lot of people like to leave the E off, but it's not for decoration. That's how I spell my name. Um, and then relationship at relationship on Instagram and at relationship pod on Twitter. So cute. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Thank for, you for having me. I love that episode. This was fun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the guys learned a lot. Sorry, Taylor. Hold up. Don't go. Do you want to win some skinny confidential merch? We have merch, you guys. We have sweaters. They're so cute. We have a few left and I'm going to send one of you my favorite sweater. You should go check them out. They're on dearmedia.com. All you have to do is follow me on TikTok at Lauren Bostick. Stock my TikTok. I have lots of new videos every single day. And then let me know your favorite part of this episode on my latest post. All you have to do is follow me on TikTok at Lauren Bostick. I'm posting videos there every single day. And I feel like it'd be fun to connect there. So go follow me and I will drop into your inbox. And one of you will win a Skinny Confidential sweater. They are so cute. I'm specifically obsessed with the meh. It's adorable. It's pink. Barbie vibes. With that, make sure you check out Cammy's podcast. It's also on Dear Media. Symbiotica. Where do we begin? My love affair for Symbiotica runs so deep after having Shervine, the founder, on the podcast. I cannot say enough good things about this brand. I took their vitamins my entire pregnancy. I'm taking them now. I even had a call with Shervine the other day about my postpartum plan. And I will go over that in a podcast with him because it's so gnarly and he gave me so many tips. But if I had to start with one, with one product, it's hard. I'm going to probably say the magnesium spray. I talked about it on the episode with him. It is this magnesium spray that you spray on your body. I do 20 sprays. Okay. And it absorbs right into your bloodstream within minutes. Your skin doesn't get greasy at all. I do it before bed because it has lavender in it. It smells absolutely delicious and it helps with your muscle and nerve function blood glucose control, blood pressure regulation, and healthy brain development. We also all know magnesium's fabulous for sleep. I am loving this spray. I'm obsessed. Their other vitamins are insane too, but I don't even want to overwhelm you guys. I feel like I need to go over each one separately in a podcast. Michael is a huge fan of their B12. He takes it every single morning. He gives a squirt to Zaza too in her mouth. You've seen that on my Instagram story. All of their vitamins are just so incredible because they're really sophisticated. They're organic formulations and they're all scientifically proven to increase longevity. If you have not listened to the founder of Symbiotica's episodes on this podcast, go back and listen. He was so popular that we had to do a part two. I highly recommend those episodes. I listened actually back to each one twice soon to be part three. We're going to do a postpartum episode. Use code skinny at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. This is an addition to the custom bundle discounts so people can get 45% off. Create your custom bundle at symbiotica.com and get 30% off. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Code skinny.